Selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Building about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Hey, Daryl, you know, we're a week into the new year, not too far away from the Authentic Selling Challenge. The 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge is here. Hey, by the way, though, so exciting. We're so fresh into the new year. You referenced 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge. Way to go. You're still stuck in 2021. (laughs) Aren't we all? Aren't you that guy? I'm the guy that's going to write 2021 until like April. And uh, yeah, so there you go. It is the 2022 uh, Authentic Selling Challenge. I just, so had to cor- I just had to correct you. I could let you roll with that well, one. Well, thank you, Larry. I appreciate it. And uh, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> We're going to kick it off every day during the week from the 17th to the 21st of January. We'll be live with some of the best thought leaders it's going to be so exciting. You're going to see, Larry, uh, just the people that, were, that are coming to this. Gittimer is going to kick it off. And uh, who else is going to be joining us? Well, we'll, we'll just keep it going. We'll just roll right after uh, Jeffrey is going to be. Actually, it's a tag team. It's Jeffrey and Jennifer Gittimer. That's are right. Help kick this off. The next day would be January 18th is one of our favorites. The author of the confidence creator, Heather Monahan. Oh, you're going to love that absolutely brilliant so we're gonna have a great week uh, we we always say here at selling from the heart daryl authenticity is a lifestyle it's not a light switch that's right and if you want to develop an authentic selling lifestyle in 2022 there's no there better place to do that <laughs> than to begin during the authentic selling challenge just go to www.authenticsellingchallenge.com you can register it's going to be live every day from 12 to 1 eastern time for those of you on the West Coast, that's 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. If you can't come live every day that week, no worries. When you register, you'll get uh, access to the recording. But I hope you can come live because when you do, you're going to be a part of a global community of sales professionals, authentic sales professionals that want to get the year started off right. And I'm so excited about all the value we're going to be adding. So AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. We'll see you on the 17th. It's going to be fantastic. But you know, Larry, as we get this year kicked off, one of the things that we need to be able to do is to focus. And I can't think of anyone (laughs) better to coach us on that, focusing on what matters than our guest today. Larry, why don't you introduce Dr. Garland Vance and let's dive in. Oh, wow. So we, we, we always have this saying at Selling from the Heart, sales professionals are leaders. And it all starts with how you lead yourself. But we're going to talk about some things today that I know, Daryl, we haven't spoken about before on the podcast. So without further ado, Dr. Garland Vance, welcome to Selling from the Heart. I, we've been looking forward to this one. We really have. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Daryl. I'm so excited to be here. Well, this is going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to dive into the topics of beginning. <laughs> unbusy. But as we get ready to do that, Garland, you know the question that every guest in the Selling from the Heart answers. 
And that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Yeah. So for me to sell from the heart means that I care about the products and services that I offer. And I care about the customers who I'm selling to. And I believe that those two things can benefit each other, that those products and services can benefit that customer's life. And that as a result of that, that it makes other people's lives better as well. It, it's so good. And I'm, and I'm so glad that you brought in the word Garland care because you know, so often when we removed care out, because uh, you brought up products as well, but mm -hmm. so so many times that we as salespeople, and I'll even throw this as sales leaders, we get caught up behind our products, but mm -hmm. that's okay. But we have to bring that care to the forefront. And I was, I always said, you know, in the, in the channel that I grew up in that I wasn't the smartest guy out there, but I was going to out care everyone. So I'm glad you brought the word care into this. Yeah, that's a great challenge to out care everybody. <laughs> it is. And I love that. The answer is so good because when we look at the trust formula that we were talking about all this past fall, you know, the trust formula is authentic relationship plus authentic value. And, and when you get both of those right um, and multiply that with disciplined habits and inspirational experience, but that the relationship and the value, you get both of those right and you get trust. And that is selling from the heart. Well, here's today's topic, though. <laughs> I know that we oh. got some sales professionals out there, uh, not me, of course, that are really busy. <laughs> oh, ne never. Come on. And never. Uh, I love this book, Garland. This is Getting Unbusy, Five Steps to Kill Busyness with Purpose, Productivity, and Peace. Uh, I really want to dive deep into this today. But tell us, I, I think that as, as I read this book, I gather that you think busyness is a little bit dangerous. Yeah. Well, what's so interesting with it is we talk about this all the time, right? Anybody comes up to you and says, Hey, how are you doing? And what we say is, Oh, I'm doing really well. I'm just so busy. And we tend to think that busyness is a good thing. And I thought that for years and it, it was only started changing for me in 2013. And that's when I went to my doctor because I was having all of these physical problems from chronic migraine headaches and heart palpitations and forgetfulness and just all of these physical problems. And I go to my doctor and I'm like, Hey, what, what's going on? I'm young. I'm in, I, you know, I was in great shape at the time. Uh, now I'm just in a shape, but at the time I was in, I was in great <laughs> shape. Right. So, uh, so I'm, I'm in good shape and I'm like, what in the world is going on with all of these, these problems that I'm having? And my doctor said, well, Garland, tell me about your life. And I said, it's a good life. It's just really busy. And so he pressed in a little bit. He said, well, tell me what you mean by that. What do you mean by busy? And so I started talking about the 50 to 60 hour work weeks that I was doing uh, in leadership development with a Chick-fil-A nonprofit. And I told him about working on my doctorate in leadership 10 to 20 hours a week and traveling 60 days a year and helping raise my young kids and getting them involved in the community and in church and things like that. And I just started talking about all of those things. And my doctor said, I know what's wrong with you, Garland. This is called stress. And the reason you're stressed out is because you're so busy. And I looked at my doctor and I said, but Dr. Tate, everybody's busy. And he said, I know. And it's killing us all. And I got to tell you, I thought he was full of it. I just thought, no way. This is ridiculous, <laughs> right? Like, where'd you get your doctoral, yeah. uh, you know, your work? You know, because everybody's talking about how busy they are. It's not killing us. 
So mm -hmm. I decided to go back and start researching it for my doctoral program. Like oh, what wow. is busyness? What is it doing to us? And it became the next four years of research for me. And it really is killing us physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally. It's hurting our productivity. It hurts our companies. It's doing major damage to us. You know, hey, Daryl, this is fascinating. And Garland, I want to play off of something because I'm as guilty as guilty gets in this. And Daryl and I have some deep conversations about this is I'm one of those people that love filling my calendar up completely. It ha right. I, can't, I, I just don't want to see any blank spots in my calendar because mm -hmm. the industry that I came out of forever and a day, you know, they held us to activities and what are you doing by the hour and calls and all of this. So that carried over into the entrepreneurial world. And there'll be times I'm having conversations with Daryl and go, I'm just, I'm like zapped. I have no energy. And right. And Daryl just goes, look at your calendar. <laughs> your calendar's killing you. Yeah. Absolutely killing you. And I think that's happened to a lot of people in sales. Yeah. Yeah, ab absolutely. So when we live a life without any margin in it, what, what ends up happening is, is we are trying to fill our lives with meaning and with purpose. And the way that we, we try to do that is by filling every moment of our lives. But the fuller your calendar gets, the less full your life actually Ooh. becomes, right? Because we're so busy cramming stuff in that we don't have time for the, the meaning to, to be discovered in, in all the things that we're doing. Um, so, so I get it. And, and I've been so guilty of that, but that's, that's one of the reasons for writing, getting unbusy is I want to live a full life I don't want mm. to live a life that's crammed full of stuff. I want to live a life that's crammed full of meaning and significance. So, I, I mean, all of that. I, and now I'm feeling like you at the doctor. <laughs> we're talking to Dr. <laughs> uh, Dr. Vance here. I feel like you're at the doctor going, that's really, really sweet. That's, that's nice. But I'm a sales professional. I've got a quota i've got a um you know i've got personal goals i've got things that i'm i'm involved in um you know come on my whole life is spent trying to fill up my calendar i prospect so i can fill up my calendar i'm i'm you know all of this I mean, what do you what do you say to a sales professional these are you know this is an audience of high performance entrepreneurial sales professionals who are driven um, to get results and succeed. I mean, as Larry said, we were bred in this uh, profession sure. to be busy. In fact, the badge of like shame is an empty not calendar and not being busy, right? That's what yeah, we, right. we go, what's wrong with you? We need to talk. So what, what do you say to salespeople? Well, so what I say to a lot of people is there is a, there is a difference between activity and accomplishment, right? And uh, when we begin to distinguish the difference between those two, it becomes the difference between a life that's just overflowing with all kinds of movement, but not necessarily progress forward. Um, when I started researching it and, and decided that I was go going to be the guinea pig for getting unbusy, I made a commitment that I didn't know whether I could do or not. I wanted to discover 
a way for type A personalities to actually accomplish more while doing less. And I didn't think it could be done. I, you know, honestly, it was it, to me, it was I don't even know if this is possible, but I'm a type A personality. I don't want to stop being a type A personality. And I don't want you who are listening to this to stop being these driven type A high achievers. Instead, what I want to do is make sure that as high achievers who are driven, that we're actually getting a higher return on effort than we've ever gotten before. And I think a lot of times we're not thinking about the return on effort that we get. We're just thinking about the amount of time we have and how do we squeeze more out of it. Mm. Oh, this hey Daryl, this just plays out because Garland keyed on a word activities. You know, we have these, and I'm going back to the sale. You know, this is just sales centric for a second. Is we're driven on activities. How many activities are you doing? How many activities are you doing? And we pay so much attention to the activity as opposed to how much effort are we putting into that that's going to yield what we want it to yield. And I think what happens over time is this busyness we get burned out. We absolutely yeah. get burned out because we're, you know, in sales, we're burning the candle at both ends. How yeah. can I'm just, I'm just curious. Could you coach the sales leaders and sales professionals on, on a couple things? Because I love that you use the word purpose. How, how sure. could you coach us on becoming a little bit less unbusy so we can discover our purpose at what we're doing? Yeah. So I think the first thing that you have to do, there's, there's five steps to get there, right? They all start with D. And uh, so the first one is uh, decide. You have to decide to get unbusy uh, and you have to decide that busyness isn't worth it. So if you look at the research around what it's doing to us physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, all of those things, busyness is literally killing us. And, and Larry, you just mentioned burnout. Uh, in 2019, the World Health Organization diagnosed workplace burnout as a chronic medical condition. And mm. guess what? Research for decades before that, burnout research linked busyness and overcommitment to burnout. So all busyness is, is it's an overcommitment to too many good commitments. So the first thing we've got to do is decide to get unbusy. The second thing that I would say for to, to begin making some momentum is step number two is you've got to deconstruct. Specifically, we've got to deconstruct some uh, inhibiting beliefs that keep us trapped in busyness, some unwanted commitments, and some some bad habits. So so let me just give you two quick kind of ways to make next steps toward deconstruction. First is deconstruct inhibiting beliefs. The three biggest beliefs that we have that are tied to busyness are the beliefs, I need to be more, I need to do more, and I need to get more, right? And so as, <laughs> as sales professionals, we have this almost identity issue with busyness where we are trying to, to uh, tie our identity to how busy we are. That's why when people ask us, how you doing? And we say, I'm busy. Like we're really <laughs> saying I'm, I'm important, right? Because unimportant <laughs> people don't have empty schedules, right? That's right. And so we've got to divorce those beliefs of I need to be more, I need to do more, I need to get more, get rid of those, replace those with some empowering truths. Like there's more to life than the activities that I do, or my identity is not tied to how long I work or even how much money I make. 
All right. So that's that's the first one. The second one is I really love to encourage people to deconstruct unwanted commitments. So all of us have commitments in our lives that we 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 hate to do. We don't we don't want to do them. Maybe we're you know, it's part of our job expectation, but there are ways that we can begin to get some of those unwanted commitments out of our lives. So what you do is you write down all of your commitments and how you feel about them, right? Are you, do, do they make you feel happy? Do they make you feel sad? Or do they make you just kind of meh of that? Just put a little smiley face or unsmiley face beside it. For any that, any commitments that you have, that you, you're, you're like, I hate this, or I just don't feel anything toward this. Then you begin to ask the question, can I delegate this to somebody else? Can I negotiate this where I work with somebody else? They take something uh, that I hate to do. I take something they hate to do, but I love to do, right? Let's negotiate mm -hmm. a trade here. So can I, can I delegate it? To, can I negotiate it? Can I eliminate it altogether, right? Are you part of some book club that you don't want to be a part of and you just keep showing up because you're scared of hurting somebody's feelings. Okay. Eliminate that. So delegate, eliminate, negotiate. And then only in the, the worst case scenario, do you accept, Hey, this is a commitment that I have to keep. It's just the way that it is right now. But what I found is just that little activity alone frees up most people five to 10 hours per week. Wow. For the course of a year. So you're talking 250 hours over the course of a mm. year freed up if you just begin to get rid of those unwanted commitments. That's a great start right there. And um, I, I think that the mental clutter, um, I, you know, it's been interesting because uh, this past year engaging an executive assistant in my life was one of those steps I took to delegate and I will say, you know, after doing that, first of all, I wish I'd done that 10 years ago, <laughs> 20 years ago. And the other thing I've realized is I think it's an investment a lot of sales professionals should consider making um, because there's a lot of a lot of stuff that either a doesn't get done or just clutters up, um, clutters up your mind. And, and to me, all of that just leads to a lot of toxic stress um, around that. So yeah. we're going to we're going to decide we're going to deconstruct this alliteration is making me very, oh, very it, happy. It's music to Daryl's ears. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. I, I have a busyness disorder and an alliteration sickness. So it's good. <laughs> once, once we deconstruct all this stuff, what do we do next? What, what's after that? Yeah. So the third step is you design, you begin to design the life that you want to live. So this was one of the most fascinating pieces of the research to me is I assumed that once a person decided to get unbusy, that the next step was to start identifying their, uh, their life purpose and their passions and their dreams and all of those. And so initially I totally skipped the deconstruct phase. Mm. And what I discovered is that when, when you jump straight to design, to designing the life that you want to, you, and you skip over deconstruct, you add more good commitments <laughs> to an already overcommitted life. And it's, yeah. it backfires on us. So we've yeah. got to deconstruct first, but then it's time to begin designing. Here's what, uh, again, one of the, the bigger ahas for me in this was the first thing you need to design is the, the pace of life that you want to live. 
you want to design the pace of life first because that way you know what you're actually working with. So, for example, for my own life, I wanted to take Fridays off more often than not. I wanted to, I love to, to go really hard, but I also love to, to take a good long vacation, uh, you know, every, every few months. And so as I began to think about the pace of life that I wanted to live, that helped me develop the boundaries that mm-hmm. were going to set the tone. And you, you may have heard of Parkinson's law before, which says work expands to fill the time allotted. So if we give ourselves 52 weeks, seven days a week of, of work, then work's going to expand to fill that. So I just said, okay, let's actually shrink the amount of allotted time you have to work so that we can work at the pace you want to. And so designing the, the pace of life and then designing space for life is, is an important one. I mean, Larry and Daryl, if you think about it, every day of your life, you will have a surprise, an interruption, or an emergency. Mm-hmm. Almost every oh. day of your life, yep. you're going to have those. And if you're, a, if you're a sales leader or you're in leadership of any kind, then you're also dealing with other people's surprises, interruptions, and emergencies that are affecting mm-hmm. your day. So you've got to design space in your calendar for surprises, interruptions, and emergencies. So for me, most days, I have about an hour of space in my time where I've just allotted like, okay, something's going to go wrong today. So I need to have time to make up for the thing that goes wrong. That's a huge part of this is designing the space of life, designing the pace of life that you want to live. And that then allows you to move into designing the dreams and the priorities that you actually have. And that's where it gets getting unbusy gets really fun because that's where you begin to say, these are the big dreams and the high priorities that I actually want to give my time, energy, and attention to. Mm. You know, as, as I start thinking, this is solid gold stuff. As I start mm. thinking about this is imagine the impact on revenue that this has. Increased yeah. revenue, if we can just deconstruct our calendars just for a moment and really focus on the things that matter. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, that's as I was listening to what you're saying, that's the first thing because I'm just a sales geek. But it's just that's the first thing I started thinking about is if we put this all into play as a sales leader, mm-hmm. imagine how much more productive your sales people are going to be on your team. It's almost a complete opposite. Yeah. yeah, I actually got to speak with a sales team a couple of weeks ago and was was encouraging them in getting unbusy and. For them, one of the the side benefits that they talked about to the revenue is they are happier when they show up at work, right? They've got more energy. They're more fulfilled. They they believe in the product more because they've made space for other parts of their lives. And so a happier salesperson typically is a better salesperson, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong Mm -hmm. there. I think y'all are the experts here. But but if I'm coming in and and I'm happy and I'm enjoying life, it's going to be a whole lot better in the way that I'm treating the clients or potential clients. There's like um, the frazzled salesperson is what I see is the opposite of that. And that's the one that's Mm -hmm. going from, you know, zoom meeting to zoom meeting, uh, uh, you know, with no pause in between. And, you know, you get, you cannot bring your best self. Um, You just can't, right. It's just, you need, you need that uh, you need to be able to bring your best self to your 
your best clients. And I think uh, that Parkinson's law of the calendar, it'll, it'll fill itself up. It will fill yeah. itself up. And so what do we need to prioritize? We're going to now develop uh, we're going to, now that we've designed it, we, <laughs> all, the, all, these the, all words. the D's, I'm having a good time here with this. Yeah. Uh, so we got, we're going to decide, we're going to deconstruct, we're going to design. <laughs> and uh, what does it mean to develop now when we're putting this together? And by the way, everybody that's listening, if you haven't already gone to Amazon or your bookstore of choice and bought this book, Getting Unbusy by Dr. Carlin Vance, you need to go Hit pause. Do that right now. This <laughs> do it right now. Gold. Right yeah. now. <laughs> right now. Don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Uh, seriously though, this is this is pure gold. I think in the timeliness of this, at the beginning of of uh, you know a year, what is your year going to look like? So now wow. now we got to develop. What do you what do you tell yeah. people to do when it comes to actually operationalizing all of this? Yeah. So for developing, we're going to develop unbusy habits, an unbusy mind, and an unbusy calendar. So again, I mm -hmm. always thought that busyness was all about the calendar, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm, the calendar is, is overwhelming, but actually busyness starts as a character issue that works mm. its way into our calendar, right? So we don't even deal with calendars for the most part until step four, but we're going to develop an unbusy mind. What does that mean? That means that you create the ability to capture the thoughts that are going through your mind. If, you, if you've ever seen the, uh, the, the Disney movie Up where the dogs always get distracted by squirrels, right? And they, you'll, <laughs> they'll go, squirrel! And then everybody starts looking around and like we have in, in squirrel the, sorry. brains. In the sales world, it's shiny objects. That's right. Yeah, we, we have a lot of squirrel brains in this. Sales a lot world. of squirrel brains. Absolutely. So part of it is just learning to contain our minds uh, by by getting an unbusy mind. So what is an unbusy mind? An unbusy mind means that when I have an idea, when I have a thought, when I have a shiny object or a squirrel, that I I write it down or I get it captured, so it's out of my mind but I don't have to take immediate action on mm -hmm. it. I give myself space and time to actually determine, is this what I want to spend my, my time on? Is this really a good investment uh, of my time? So it's, it's developing those, those habits. Another habit that's absolutely critical is what I call taming your transitions. So we go through dozens, mm. if not hundreds of transitions every day, right? Transition from being asleep to being awake, from, you know, barely being awake to getting ready from work to, for work to then transitioning to traveling to work, transitioning to work itself. Then in the midst of work, we've got phone calls that are coming in, which might be from our family or text messages from friends, things like that. So we go through dozens, if not hundreds of transitions every day. Taming your transitions is all about creating little uh, habits, little breaks that allow us to make the transition from work to home, from home to whatever is next, so that mm -hmm. we can mentally take a break from what we were doing to what we're now giving our attention to. So taming your transitions is a huge one. And I'll tell you, I've seen the most success with clients who are, uh, who are working from home. Mm -hmm. And they're learning to tame their transitions from this is my office environment to now I'm on with, for my family. Now I'm on for my kids and learning mm -hmm. how to tame those transitions. I think it's a critical skill in this kind of work from home world that we've uh, stepped into. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, this is this is so good. This is great stuff. Is are we we still got one more D, right? Yeah, we, got we still got we got we, we got one more D because I I don't, I don't want to miss it. I was counting right, but, <laughs> I, I, but you got we all have to just remember is after this is all over, can you just give us some quick tips on how to really get started with implementing all of this? That would be huge as well. Yeah, we'll get there, sure. but I want to I want to just hit this last point about drawing others in because ultimately where i love the theme of this book is is aiming towards is it's right here on the cover is purpose productivity and peace and these are all things uh you know that if you you ask any especially in the selling from the heart community of authentic sales professionals we want to live a life of purpose we want to be productive and and we want to enjoy it like we don't want to be frazzled and yeah. burnt out all the time so what, this last D, give us a little color <laughs> on uh, on uh, what we need to be thinking on drawing others in. Yeah. So last D, like you said, drawing others in. And I talk about drawing your family, drawing your friends and drawing mm. your coworkers. Uh, this one was such a big one for me uh, when I originally came up with the getting unbusy framework. There were four D's that ended at develop. And mm -hmm. I was working with a client and um, I was celebrating her because she had gone through the four steps and I, we were celebrating. And I said, how do you feel right now? And she said, I just feel really lonely. <laughs> I was devastated. That was not <laughs> what I expected. I said, why do you feel so lonely? And she said, well, because I've, I'm living this unbusy life now, but mm. nobody else around me is. And it's really mm -hmm. lonely and it's really mm. isolating. And so we decided, hey, we're going to work together to draw in your family, draw in your friends and draw in your, your coworkers. And it really became this, this idea of we want to create a movement of organizations. I, I am on a, a mission to make busy a bad word in our in our society, right? Like when somebody says busy, it's like worse than the F-bomb, right? Like people are like <laughs> gasping because they're so embarrassed that somebody actually said that B word, you know? And, and that's the idea is we want to draw in, if you have kids, if you have a spouse or a partner, you want to live life with them at a pace where you enjoy each other. And you want to do that with your friends. You don't want to call up your friends and say, hey, you want to grab coffee? And, and their response is, sure, it'll take six weeks to get on my calendar. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you don't want to do that with your team either. You don't want your team to be so frazzled that you don't have the time to invest in your most important clients, to invest in each other's life. So drawing others in is about implementing the practices that get your family and your friends and your co-workers bought into getting unbusy as well. Mm, really, really cool. And I see the inviting nature of, of all of that. This is, uh, this has been such an incredibly uh, practical conversation right now. I think in, in the middle of the, we're kicking off another year where, um, you know, there are so many sales professionals that are trying to navigate the hybrid work environment right now to figure out what that means. Um, I know in the book, you refer to some tools. Where where can we go? Everyone's buying the book, right? Hit pause if you haven't bought the book already. <laughs> going to thank us for this, getting unbusy. Uh, how can folks learn more and, and take some action on this? Because I think we need to take action here. Yeah. So a couple of things you can do. Here's the first is if you haven't already bought the book, you can go to killbusy.com 
killbusy.com. If you pay for the shipping and handling, I'll send you the book for free. Beautiful. And that's going to get you exposed to a lot of the tools as well that, that come with it. Here's the cool thing with it. And, and, and I, I really want you all to, to hear this. When I started getting unbusy, it took me about three years to figure out what in the world I was doing and how to do this. Mm -hmm. And, and I've been able over time to narrow it down where it takes about 30 days. And the book is set up wow. where you can download the 30 day plan and go day by day. It takes about mm -hmm. five to 10 minutes a day over oh, the wow. course of, of 30 days. So it's highly practical, highly um, applicable tools. I forget the, the the fluff stuff like i've got you diving in almost immediately <laughs> and doing the work five to ten minutes a day that's going to get you unbusy i love it oh this I is great it. stuff what so a good what stuff. a super gift happy new year thank you for investing in us today uh garland this is this is just fantastic we appreciate it. you are a true selling from the heart champion and uh, oh thanks guys really really appreciate you investing in us today my, my pleasure. Absolutely, and by, Larry and Daryl. Thank y'all so much. And by the way, I'm going to remove busy out of my vocabulary, especially when I talk to Daryl. So oh, thank you. Oh, a lot to talk about. <laughs> hey, thank you. And thank you to everybody. Larry, oh my goodness. Uh, I feel like I just got challenged to the core. Uh, but at the same time, the, the message here uh, that we talked about today and what I'm discovering in the book, these are, these are this is a big deal. This really is a huge issue on so many different levels, on the health level, on the mental clarity level. But when we think about selling from the heart and being able to develop authentic relationships and add real value and all of these things that we talk about, coming in stressed out, anxious, overtaxed, over, over scheduled, overcommitted, uh, it, uh, you know, it's sometimes you got to say, uh, you got to say no. Uh, and, and in this book, um, you know, I saw just how important it is to be able to say yes, what we say yes to. There's so much here. I think we're going to be discussing for a long time to come. Larry, what are you challenged to take action on right now? <laughs> oh boy. Where do I start <laughs> is, you know, I, I'm a, I, I love capturing the calendar, but my biggest takeaway is I got to learn how to capture it in a different way. And mm -hmm. I got to set certain parameters of doing certain things at certain times. And I would, I would encourage, I would encourage everyone out there is a lot of times in selling from the heart, you know, we talk about that authentic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to have to learn how to get uncluttered and stop being busy in order to have a healthy sales lifestyle in 2022. Yeah, I have a I have a sense we're going to be uh, talking about this in the Selling from the Art Insiders group quite I a have bit a throughout the year. Feeling. And by the way, if you're not in the Insiders group, you got to come check that out, sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders to learn more. But uh, Larry, here we are. Um, one of the things I am excited about that is high value and high leverage that's that's coming up on our calendars is the Authentic Selling Challenge, January 17th through 21st. And I know that one of the things we're going to be challenged on is things that are related to passion and purpose and productivity, all yep. of the things we talked about today. So I, I want to challenge you to join us for the challenge. I know it's an investment of time that is going to help you get this year set off well. So, hey, everybody, grab a copy of Getting Unbusy by Dr. Garland Vance. You're going to really appreciate it. We're going to go through this book. And I have a feeling, once again, that this is a journey we're going to be on together here in the near future. 
I'm challenged to my core. I want to say a thank you to everybody who's spreading the word about the Selling from the Heart podcast. This is a global movement of authenticity in the sales profession. You're a part of it. Will you help us spread the word? Share the podcast. Give us a, a review. That helps us get the word out to more and more people. And this growing community of sales professionals is incredible, Larry. And I'm so excited about the year ahead. It's it's going to be a journey. Let's just get this thing going. Here we go. 2022. It's on. Till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, get unbusy, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.